0: Welcome all you creeps to Murder on the
1: This episode of Murder on the 420 Express was brought to you by Theory CBD Oil, where we start with minimal all-plant ingredients (laughs) with no filler ingredients to dilute the benefits. We send our oil for third-party lab testing to state-of-the-art facilities that check for purity and potency. Our oil is a solvent-free pure extract that is CO2-pressed and made from industrial hemp plants from our finest U.S. farms.
0: Ooh, tell me more.
1: Uh <laughs> There's over 85 cannabinoids identified in the cannabis plant. Our oil is created through an extraction process that creates solvent free and pure extract. We do everything we can to bring the very best products to the market while maintaining superior quality. So check it out. divinehealing.montratheory.com. Go get yourself some CBD And back to you.
0: Hey, welcome to Murder on the 420 Express. This is Mandy. This is Lisa, and we are very excited, a, that we got to hear about the mantra theory, which I will tell you is amazing. I am getting a bottle from Lisa. Super affordable, super natural. If you're not into smoking, not into taking anything that has psychoactive properties, go with the CBD. It actually is really good for your body. has a lot of benefits. Um, I would strongly suggest it. Plus, we have been smoking on what the butcher brought, which is Gorilla Glue. What?
2: Number four.
0: Number four. Oh, gorilla introduce four. yourself, guests. Oh yes, we've got the butcher. How you doing? And we've got the trucker.
2: Hola. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: um, the he form. is new,
1: <laughs> and he is my. Lovely, lovely. It's her lover.
0: It's lover. her lover. My lover. Episode
2: the butcher's my lover. The
0: trucker's oh, her lover.
1: Oh, this is the episode
0: of Love. Oh, we should have done Couples to like Kill. You girls is lovers, oh, I know. And like Bobby no? and Clark?
2: Too far? I mean,
0: it's what? 2018. Anything can happen.
2: Anything can happen, right? The butcher so, and the
0: trucker are together. Hong Kong. Mandy and Lisa are together. Oh,
2: man. <laughs> I, I mean, know. To I win either way. <laughs>
0: I know exactly what tonight's show may bring. All I have to ask is, who's catcher?
2: Richard Ramirez.
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a great introduction. I don't know if that's Ramirez. what you're talking about. I mean,
2: I thought that's what the show was about tonight. Was about. Richard
0: Ramirez. Yes, we do. I don't know if he's necessarily a catcher. I mean, he did go to prison, so I don't know his position there. But we are going to be talking about him, the Night Stalker. Have all you guys heard of Richard Ramirez? Of yes. course. The trucker? Have you heard yeah. Because you're about to learn a you, whole lot of shit. If you grew your
2: hair out like you listened to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like if you were like a huge fan of like Thursday, you would look like Richard Ramirez.
0: Thursday? Oh my if gosh. If you had an emo flop. If you had like a taking <laughs> back Lock Sunday. Flop of like,
2: No. That like, hairdo! Like, no, like Sunny Day Real Estate. If you look, if you look like you were a constant fan of you, you don't know, have no idea who Sunny Day Real is. What is that one
0: that you're not a big fan of, like Bear Claw or something like that?
2: Who is it? Bear Tooth. You're Bear not a big Tooth. fan of Bear Tooth. I no. feel like
0: that's what that haircut would be. Like Tooth the lead singer?
2: Fan. I don't. I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like if the you just posh have long primo. hair. If you had, like
0: it's luscious. my hair. It's oh, you're saying longer hair?
2: Yeah, because he had like the shaggy. He had like the shaggy hair. Richard Ramirez. Had Dude, the shaggy I will hair. tell
0: you, the one thing Lisa talks about the trucker the most is his hair. She loves his hair.
2: I see her just playing with it. So I can. I know. Yeah, I can tell she definitely digs his hair. Luscious hair. You don't even need to put pomade. Dude, in. I'm hella jealous of his hair. No, I'm hella jealous
1: because it's super thick. Yeah. And it's luscious. Like, it's got so much body. Dude, you I, got feel you. Yes. I got, like,
2: yeah, you got that, Rico Suave. Yes! I know.
1: Yeah, he has that little.
2: little mm-hmm. Ay, ay, yeah. That little You have that front cap. Arriba, arriba. You that things tight. I got the same thing, bro. You <laughs> can't see it. No, wait till I get. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <I'm kidding. laughs> cute. Shut up.
0: do you have luscious hair. It's just, it's different. You've got these beautiful like, red hair. It's not like bright red like you know the weird looking red but he's got this auburn hair that literally it just looks like straight fire and you've got the facial hair Sean needs
2: to be telling me this right now not <laughs> I, I just complimented his hair <laughs> I'm expecting this from him Rico
0: Suave you gotta give the butcher a compliment Rico Suave
2: over here big pop of Rico Suave over you gotta here, start like... the
0: romance off right you know you got to you guys are gonna Sean, tell 80. me
2: about you know, how rare. Tell him what. Tell him what you think about Ginger
0: Spice. If you like him being Ginger Spice with his hair up in a bouncing pony.
2: No, let's not. Let's get on with the show. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about that.
0: Let's learn about Richard Ramirez. Okay, so Richard Ramirez, uh, the Night Stalker, was born February 29th, nineteen sixty, in El Paso, Texas. February he
1: was... 29th? He was a leap year baby.
0: Whoa. Whoa, I just fucking figured yeah, that out. That's
2: crazy.
1: Yeah, my what, mom. was does
0: study mostly so maybe My only mom. maybe like was like six
2: born. years
1: old when he died. Oh, shit. Maybe well, it's his he's year it's not yeah, after. A big Well, because my mom is uh, February 27th. Oh, shit. And her, I believe her due date was the 29th. Your mom? hmm.
0: Dude, that is so crazy because I was actually, I was going to go off on the whole Pisces thing, but leap year. Interesting. Yeah, he's a like oh. leap year baby. Isn't that interesting? You don't meet a lot of people that are leap years, but I wonder no. how many serial killers are leap years. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, it's bum, like the abomination bum. date born on a leap year. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh shit.
0: I know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Pisces male. Um, That's I w- crazy. Yeah, dude, that was kind of weird, right? You're thinking about They're it now. I'm
2: no. <laughs> 29. When the fuck was last time? The was butcher's
1: finally on our side of the tracks. His mind is blown. I know. Finally. Yeah, no,
0: stoned, but I know. That's crazy. Now welcome to No, i like, when the
2: fuck was there the last time Was there, the, there was a leap year? When the fuck was did we, the last it last time? It happens every a, like, four years. Every four years. Okay. Yeah, really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Every four years. Every four, year. four years. Well, no, no. Did
1: we just have okay. a leap year? No. No. No? No. no. Just
0: I just think we're due for one now. Wait, we might have because it happens on the 8th. I think we might have too. We'll have to check that it out. It does
1: not start on the 8. Anybody got Bud? You want to smoke, you want to smoke? You want to smoke yeah. a little bit? We'll take a little
2: smoke. I need another drink.
0: So, wherever we left off, I'm not really sure. We
1: had a brief intermission, okay? <laughs> yes. It was okay, it wasn't About brief. About an hour. <laughs> yeah. But it we're was, back to it.
0: You know, who's like term of time? Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh.
1: I changed Uh, (laughs) my text tone to a crow.
0: That's amazing. That's you saw when I rescued that baby crow. Yes. He has a nest. He has a nest in our in our tree right here. He protects our chickens. So a bunch of crows actually ward off hawks, and they protect our chickens. So I think it's awesome. We named him Simon Felix. He's a big big daddy crow. Like super cool. I want a crow. A crow, a raven, an uh, African gray parrot, those are my. Yeah,
1: my grandpa still has his African gray. His, his mom has Fred. an
0: African gray parrot. And, like, first off, He's... let me tell you, this cut right here on my finger, mm-hmm. that's from when I went to go see them, and it was African gray parrot. He was very lovely, he... but he, he definitely... Been... Fred,
1: my, my grandpa has had Fred for, like, since my dad was literally in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how long my... Fred, his, uh, they live 150 years. They... He is still alive. Wow. And he is the oh, funniest. Dear. My grandpa is, like... Oh, fuck. Six... Sixty-something? He's in his sixties. Oh, wow. Probably. Um, because my dad's in his forties. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sixties. Close to 70. I don't know. Anyways. But he's had this African Grey, like, ever since my dad was in high school. And then, uh, it... Fred does the funniest thing. So he'll mimic my grandpa's voice, and he'll go because my dad's name is Randy and my brother's name is Randy. Randy. <laughs> so my dad does is. Little for Randolph. Randall Lewis Rival. Randall Lewis Rible. So my dad is Randall Lewis Rival Senior. What is Rival again? It's Rival is Swedish. Swedish. Rival. Okay. Swedish or German. I'd really have to look and see what the definition is. It's definitely Scandinavian for sure. (laughs) Remember we got Um, Viking shoulders, Lisa. I know. We do. (laughs) Um, and my brother's name is Randall Lewis Ribble Jr. (laughs) So, Fred will mimic my grandpa's voice and he'll go, Randall. Randall.
0: so great. (laughs) I know! I love that. That's so amazing.
1: (laughs) But... Back to your...
0: Oh, yeah, so, sorry, speaking of R's, basically, Richard Ramirez. So, he was a Pisces male, and I was really fucking high earlier, so... Dude, that's so. really
1: weird. Randall, Pisces... Oh. Randall Rival, <laughs> Richard Ramirez, they both start with R. I don't you like this. Your brother
0: and your dad are serial killers, just oh, so you know. Oh, shit. It explains a lot. Um, so I was really fucking high earlier, and I was like, oh, Pisces male traits. <laughs> So I put that in my notes. Um, Have you ever met
1: a male Pisces?
0: I've actually never met a male Pisces. Me neither. I was like blown away. I was like, oh babe. I was like, (laughs) could you give me another drink, or just pour me a shot? There's no more. Just pour me. There's no whiskey. No. Could you give me half of yours?
2: (laughs) Yeah. I'll let you drink on it. No, I'm too drunk to pour this into another glass. I just
0: poured it over the sink.
2: I'll let you have some of mine. How about that is my fucking speaker I was looking for earlier.
0: Oh, there it is. It's a bookshelf folder. Okay.
2: Wow.
0: Anyways, so um, yeah. So I was really fucking high earlier, and I was like, I wonder what a Pisces male if they're more likely to be serial killers, which they're not, because uh actually you were completely true. Most serial killers that have been caught, and I put caught in there because I think it's a big thing. Are Virgos. Hey. So I'm not proud of that. I'm slightly proud of that. We're so Scorpio, right we're after We're more Leos. likely to
1: be serial killers.
2: So no you know, Leos. I've... Leo's are last. There's
0: been like about five serial killers in
1: the He's an aug- August. He's August. You're quiet
2: as fuck too, bro. You need to sit right over here.
1: He's August thirtieth. <laughs> I'm August twenty-fourth. August
2: 30th. i I'm August fifth. So we're on the aug- I was supposed August, to be on the 21st. Oh boy. I'm no, August. I, I you could have been a He's, Leo Virgo. Yeah, My he could have been def- like me. Yeah, was I was like, 7, you're a so Leo so you Virgo. you guys were like right there on the same fucking Yeah, well, August 24th, so Is that crazy, I'm right bro? there. Do you, feel, do you feel more connected to I now? do feel, I more, feel connected more connected to you. To you. It's I'm not just, you. Just, you just the hair. You know what's funny? not just the No,
1: here's the thing. I've
2: always
0: felt
1: more connected with Leo energy too because I am on the cusp. Well,
0: here's the thing. I'll tell you one thing. So Lisa has got amazing hair color. And she does this about every month. You can see her with the new hair color. But I feel What's like it, that's a really playing? strong August Leo 24. trait. August 24th. Literally 24. on the cut. No shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's a Leo Virgo. It's like literally uh, on the- I'm, I'm, I'm the second day into shit. Virgo. That's
2: why I'm always naturally prone to fucking flip you shit to test you. You should- Hey, you need fucking see- we didn't have Sevi on this fucking show. No, oh my gosh, Sevi is <laughs> his best friend. Sevi. He's another
0: Leo. Hey, Let me tell you, Leos we're, we're are we're all the same. If you're all listening, you
2: are fucking all roar, the, all the roar, same. Roar. It's like a fucking,
0: it's like fucking. It's like a. Okay, battle. so here's the thing. Mine, one of my. One of my
1: best <laughs> <one of my laughs> friends in elementary school, she's actually a Leo. She was actually okay. born August 21st. So okay. right on Actually the, the same day that you were supposed to be due yeah so she's a cuss baby too um, her and I always really mm. got along really really well yeah um I don't know if we would get along today we kind of like fell out through like middle school and such but yeah it's just
0: really interesting to see who you got along with and like like I said there's certain personalities and first off Leo's are extremely proud to be Leo it's like a crazy thing some of so more... right
2: now. I'm like I want to fuck myself. You're, you're I <laughs> fuck myself. Anyways,
0: video. Pisces. Pisces. So I wanted to speak about. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I got to get back on subject, Pisces guys. Male traits.
0: So the reason why I wanted to bring up male traits is because I've personally never made a, Pis- a Pisces male. And uh, one thing I wanted to check out was just in psychologically, like in a very supernatural. Uh, worldly kind of view and when it comes to astrology is what would a Pisces male traits be? One is that they do feel deeply but also are known for not being empathetic. So Pisces are known to watch horror films and they could watch a thousand people die and not feel anything for them because they're just interested in the technique of killing, which I found was really interesting. They also are not easily... To show emotion. Which, Anna is actually a female Pisces. And I will tell you what, she's actually closer to Aries than I ever thought. But, being a female bo- Pisces. She's a St. Patty's baby. I know, I fucking hate it because St. Paddy's Day is my favorite I fucking holiday, love that about her. But that's her birthday, and so I'm like, I'm torn. Because I'm like, I love Anna, but I don't want you to share my favorite holiday. <laughs> <laughs> to be fucking honest, it's true. Um, but, Anna does not show emotion. She does and she doesn't. You can tell she's sensitive. Here's you, the thing. But you is, can tell she doesn't show emotion very easily. She'll always say, "Oh, it's okay." She will. Like, oh, here's the okay. thing is
1: I'm probably one of the closest people to her. Mm-hmm. I she, would definitely She she's that. very much like a Cancer. Can I that? She is going to um, show her emotion.
0: Cause me drink. <laughs>
2: Do you
0: want to look like Albert from Batman? i <laughs> 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 me over here when we
2: anyway, She's here. When like, like a stomach. cancer. Make my leg shake. She
1: will show her emotions to the people who are closest to her. Mm-hmm. So I think all water signs are pretty much like that,
0: too. Oh, I would definitely say all water signs. So all water signs are also known to be very current. So I, I actually water. am very it empathetic. A water sign. It's a water sign.
2: Oh, yeah, Pisces. a Pisces. She's a well, Pisces. look over here like I just asked you you choose like, Because we've game. said
1: she's a fucking Pisces. Pisces. Are, are you keeping fish. up with us right now?
2: Sean. Are you keeping big. up? Sean, what's good? Dude, come on. What the fuck? What? You see me and you are on this side of the living room? He's, t- he's <laughs> too concerned <laughs> with his trucking
1: business right now, okay? Can I have some okay.
2: right
1: there? Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Sure, you got have that.
1: Okay.
0: Um, can I have
1: some of that <laughs> Just suck it.
0: <laughs> mm. you, don't need to, sorry, you don't need to hold it down. Exactly. You just suck it. You just suck it. You don't you need to down. know how it to suck, down. right? You just need to suck it.
2: She loves saying that, doesn't she?
0: <laughs> uh, but no, Anna's a Pisces, big, so big in like regards to Richard, Ramirez, <laughs> <laughs> in regard to Richard Ramirez, I found that kind of interesting. They also, um, they relieve... They can relieve awkward tension, which I think they don't like that awkward feeling, Mm-mm. so they relieve it. Um, they're extremely sensitive, which, um, to be honest, I think Richard Ramirez committed most crimes because he was very overly sensitive. I'm not giving him any type of, like, leeway in this, but I'm just saying that makes sense. Can get her easily, obviously the same. Put off priorities, so they're not responsible beings.
1: Bullshit. Oh, sorry. The ball's out.
0: Oh, I thought you were saying, okay. <laughs> i of a-
1: Oh yes, yes.
0: Sorry. Is this your CBD? Yes. So we're right now. We talked a bowl of Gorilla OG form just to stay up. We are now having some um CBD oil, and then that's out. So. What is
2: the CBD that you just had? What is that? I like that.
0: This is Mantra
1: Theory. <sighs> so,
2: uh, hmm? That's really good. It kind of tastes like mangoes. And I don't know if that's just
0: like... Okay, that's where I'm getting it. So now we're doing Mantra Theory CBD, which is really great. So we're feeling it body-wise and head-wise. Back to Pisces. They often result in being a pushover and can develop anger issues in a wrong environment. So being a pushover, I could see them wanting to be able to want to do everything and be kind of a people pleaser, but they also become a bit of a pushover in that with more... Dominant or steamroller personalities as well as because of that, they gain a lot of resentment. Um, it co- uh, they crave a social connection. The biggest thing about Pisces, male or female, is that they crave a social connection. And the biggest thing about Richard Ramirez is he was easily identified because he detached from his murders, but he attached to the social connection. So he was always trying to go to bars, always trying to kind of pick up on someone to connect with him. And that's actually how he got caught. So going further into it, his father was a police officer for Juarez, uh, which is the murder capital of the U.S., um, Juarez is near El Paso, Texas, and it is a small town. Um, he was a police officer there and was also known to be extremely abusive. Ramirez suffered non-abusive related injuries, two major head injuries as a child. He had one, was a forehead laceration that resulted in 30 stitches from a fallen dresser. The second one was a, uh, when he was five years old, he suffered a a freak accident at a child's park. It was a swing that came back, and you know how sometimes you like push a swing? Well, if you push it really hard and it comes back, it can hit you in the forehead, especially if you're five years old, you're like, what, maybe like 36 inches, three feet? So it hits you really hard and you knock out. Well, he actually got knocked unconscious from this swing, which is what he says. I kind of am skeptic of if it's his father or not, and that it resulted in seizures, That continued through his teenhood. Uh, From the Murder Mile podcast, the crime podcast, four topics resulting in a uh, stereotype of a serial killer were bedwetting as number one, two was animal abuse, three was arson, but four was a head injury early on in life. I want to interject because I think that there is a fifth topic being uh, someone who resulted from child abuse. I feel like child abuse is something that is extremely popular when it comes to serial killers. I think if there is injuries to the head that result from child abuse, I think that that can pertain to that. Um, Glenn Edward Rogers was a serial killer known as a cross-country serial killer that uh, suffered a head, head injury. Most of these serial killers that I'm about to name also suffered child abuse. Whether it was emotional, physical, sexual, or uh, mental, there are four types of child abuse, and I do believe that um, you can read up on each of these. Each of them suffered. We just recently became, into the early 2000s, into the four types of um, abuse. And the thing about it is is that if we're humans trying to raise other humans, we're trying to raise them the best way that we can, So, Glenn Edward Rogers, the cross-country killer. John Wayne Gacy, the killer clown. We also deal with Fred West, the um, Gloucester Road murders. David Berkowitz, the son of Sam, or Berkowitz, I believe. Albert Fish, the werewolf of Westeria. Ed Gein, the plainfield butcher, and the list goes on. BigThing.com posted an article uh which was a new study links brain injuries to acquired sociopathy. So that means that instead of nature versus nurture, it brings about the nature fact is an uh is part of a um considering factor uh that there is a genetic variant called MAOA that means people with this genetic variant actually are more likely to commit violent acts neuroscientists investigated the case of charles whitman who was a former marine uh sniper and in 1966 shot 16 people most passed by but also included his wife and mother during his autopsy um they found that he had a tumor now they also found i believe from the article that he had the genetic variant of mo uh it was MAOA. that genetic variant obviously led to I'm not sure if it's a form of inbreeding I would have to look back but it said you're more likely to commit criminalistic violent acts so you're more likely to lack like that, that like empathetic that. characteristic Sounds and sexy. not say that you're lacking empathy but that you process it differently you process <clears throat> it like instead of processing it right then and there you process it a couple months later
2: you just want to have a little bit of fun the violent
0: kind the violent kind if you guys have never watched that movie you definitely should because I do think it kind of explores that characteristic I dig
2: that shit because our first fucking killing was amazing I thought I thought it was beautiful Our Boo the, the ritualistic sex afterwards we bathed mm-hmm. in their blood
0: mm-hmm. you can basically find Fuck. out an American horror story I'm
2: not talking about I know, I'm making find it on Making conversation. Murder on the four sexy expresses. Four <laughs> here's the thing, I love I love the butcher
0: because I'm very serious and I'm like, here's the facts. And he's just like
2: How can here's I fuck this? Up? Yeah, exactly.
0: I like it though. Um, so the former Marine sniper that shot sixteen people did find out that he had a tumor, and the article mentions how tumors and other lesions to a particular brain network, which is your brain is formulated into different networks on how you think. So your brain and your mind are two diff- different subjects. So if your brain's on the ground, you could separate that from your mind. Your mind is how your brain works in terms of logic, but your brain is an organ, right? Mm-hmm. We can all agree to that.
2: Yeah. It's a puzzle.
0: Exactly. So the brain network... Can So, uh, interruption with this brain network can increase criminal behavior. The brain network in which is affected is the morality, value-based theory of mind. So, it's consequential thinking. And um, it affects the ability to understand someone else's point of view. So, like I said, serial killers, they do not lack empathy, but they have the inability to comprehend someone else's view. So, they understand you're in pain. They understand that what they're doing is going to cause you pain, but what they lack is that point of view right then and there. So how is what they're doing affecting you, kind of like a TV show? You can watch what they're doing, but being in their shoes at that time as the character is portraying what they're you doing know is What's different.
1: so funny is, is I cannot binge watch a TV show. So like because you're a Virgo. So shut up. No, because I can.
2: Shut up. Uh Shut
1: Shut up. So anyways, I can't watch a TV. So take for instance, I watched the whole like all I watched was Sons of Anarchy, literally until I was done watching it. Like that's literally what I did. But I started noticing that I was taking on traits of certain characters in the show, Mm -hmm. and like putting it in my actual life. I
2: didn't do
1: that. <laughs> like I noticed that I do that with certain TV shows that I binge watch. You're like over a certain, a certain period of time
0: the character is dominant so you character. adapt it.
1: Yes. So you I stopped binge character. watching TV shows.
0: You know what though? I will tell you one thing. The one thing I love about Lisa is I'm a very like powerful dominant personality and I know that about myself. What I see in Lisa is that I think that she's also a powerful personality, and I think she doesn't grab on to that power. And I think she's slowly starting to learn to, like, grasp her fingers on it. But I think I am definitely attracted to you in the sense that you are a powerful personality, but you don't even know it. Yeah. I would say that 120%. your like
2: force Gump was here. true. Like I was literally... That's,
1: that's literally the problems. thought process <laughs> I've had for, like, the last two months.
0: Yeah. I is, Honestly, I wouldn't keep you around no. if I did not think that you could handle because I'm a steamer personality. I'm afraid of that, that power. That's why. So going back to the theory of mind, which is the network <coughs> that affects the ability to understand someone else's point of view, um, what I want to say is that most serial killers, like I probably said it earlier... Do not lack empathy. They also do not lack regret. And that is a scientific study done in 2016. What they do differently is how they process empathy and regret. So they don't process it immediately. Like most people understand consequential thinking. Like what is the reward and what is the punishment? If I make this decision, is it going to come back and bite me? We are all self-benefacting creatures. So in regards to that... The reward system, they don't understand. The punishment system, they also don't understand. What they do understand is what they're doing hurts someone else. What they're doing is going to give them a greater satisfaction for just a moment. It's almost like an addict's personality.
1: But what if it's not?
0: Well, fuck. I don't know. they haven't done that study yet. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Just saying. (laughs) <laughs> Long story short, uh, but will definitely be revisited, is that head injuries can affect a certain person's personality. Uh, the butcher, every and the trucker, you well, and Lisa, let me tell you, you are completely different every time you fall down and hit your head. Here's the reason why. If there is an impact on your skull that is great enough to affect your brain, you will feel it. And I feel a little things. slower
2: every time I hit my head. Oh my. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know how serial killers feel. Way slower. They. No, my, I, I don't know. My, reflex, I, my reflexes are bad Here's the I think that serial killers that have that head injury, it doesn't affect their motor skills. What it affects is their, like I was saying earlier, their ability to conceptualize the reward and punishment system. So, their ability to say, if I do this, this is going to fuck me over. Here's the thing. I'm going to do it anyways. Like, we'll talk about how Richard Ramirez was caught, and it kind of leads into that idea of, like, wow, he's literally a live-in-the-moment type of character. Like, he literally does things just to freak people out and just to be, like I need to escape, spaces. so I need to go like that. I need like to figure something out. From seven. Yes. Kevin Spacey, was that the
2: killer? He was but the main killer in 7, oh, yeah. Oh,
0: fuck, he was. Spoiler alert, just in case you didn't know.
2: No, What's in the box? <laughs> what's <laughs> in, in the, the box? box? What's <laughs> in the box?
0: Oh,
2: fuck, what's in the box? I you
0: know. know. Like, yeah, what is Paltrow's fucking head? That's he killed, what's in the
2: he, box? He killed in the moment. Like, he, he was trying to but he did kill it. For, the, I, for the sins, but he did it in the moment, though. Like, strapping that fucking knife. Like, it's all premeditated, tattoos, but it's
0: also very in the moment. made him
2: fuck that hooker. Zodiac you know, Killer,
0: killer. same thing, yeah, dude.
2: Like the same concept. Like, he was fucking killer.
0: off, too, the Zodiac Killer. I'll have to go into that in the next episode, but he was off. Are you saying the Zodiac killer is gonna be in the next episode? Well. I
2: fucking hope not, because this is a long episode. It's <laughs> a very
0: long episode. We might do that as our Christmas special. It's going be Zodiac
2: Killer. <laughs> you know, hey,
1: hours. technically we're only going on, like, 30 minutes right now.
0: Really? Wow.
2: For real. I've been and for like I have like four hours. more
0: pages, so this works perfect. Okay, so, getting back to Richard Ramirez, and back. I even put this in my I fucking have, notes be because I knew Miss
2: <laughs> <it. Ms>. Lisa. <laughs> hey, See Bo. you, you back, Fuck it.
0: You. you have longer arms, so you better hit me. Okay.
2: What? Roscoe. That
0: sounds wrong. Well, not hit me, not but give me a high five. Okay,
2: what? so, <laughs> sit down. No, I'm
0: Well, we're going to finish the podcast. Are you going to just finish up for like 45 more minutes?
2: No. You guys will be, it'll, it'll be like fucking 20 minutes if I'm not here.
0: Getting back to Richard Ramirez. <laughs> uh, when he was 12 years old, he fell under the influence of his cousin Miguel, also known as Mike. On, hey.
2: <laughs> Shutting the
0: door now. Uh, Mike was also a decorated U.S. Army Green parade who shared pictures and gruesome stories with Ramirez uh, showing severed heads of the women that he beat, raped, and eventually killed. So, um, Ramirez was first subject to an abusive father. Mm -hmm. Very similar to Killer (laughs) Petey. He had two major head injuries as a child which resulted in his frontal cortex being damaged or his amygdala being damaged which causes the lack of of empathetic thought in the first response. Uh, As young as as 10 years old, Ramirez sought refuge from his raging, abusive, alcoholic father by sleeping in a local cemetery, which is where most believe he kind of gained a love-type relationship with the satanic religion. Although, to be completely honest, I think that most Satanists Satanists I have met Are not killers. I think that Richard Ramirez used Satanism. As a crutch. As a crutch. uh, No not even as a crutch. Um, I would have to take that back. I would say he used it as a way to. Be a freak show. I think he used it as a way to be like shocking to the community. I think that. um, When it comes down to it. And I'm Christian. I think that people that choose to be Satanists. Which is completely up to their own. I feel like they choose it out of a way of being very free which no matter what you choose or who you are freedom is very hard to accomplish and I think that Richard Ramirez thought that maybe he'd just be more shocking if he was a Satanist as opposed to being a Buddhist. Buddhists are known to understand that life is suffering but they are not going to betray a violent act. Satanists were known for sacrificial animals so and sacrificial human beings that i think he took that on as an identity
1: Mm. um
0: so i kind of want to clear that up Mm
1: -hmm.
0: mike or miguel his cousin ended up shooting his wife killing her when ramirez was 13 years old and after bonding over weed tragic slash horrific war stories and some military training ramirez became very withdrawn from his family as early as 13 years old since he could no longer bond with his cousin His cousin Mike was surprisingly found not guilty at his wife Jessie's trial by reason of insanity. So, here's the thing. Um, I have a great aunt who was known to be extremely crazy. She had three pet monkeys and she lived in a hotel in uh, Sacramento. Mm -hmm. And she actually owned the hotel. She came from a lot of money on that end. And she was absolutely bonkers. I don't know if it was inbreeding. I don't know if it was just naturally her state. Mm -hmm. I do see right here that there's a pattern of not just a head injury, but also a pattern of insanity. I do think that his um, cousin was shell-shocked. Do I know if the insanity is genetic? I don't know. But we'd have to look at that further. Do I think genetic causes or reason by insanity are any excuse, quote-unquote, For his crimes, absolutely fucking not. And we'll get into that in the murder victims. But um, after Mike, his cousin, was released in 1977 from uh, the Texas State Mental Hospital, he continued to reign as an influencer over Ramirez. In his teen years, uh, when all people begin their social journey, Ramirez uh, took employment. When I should say, all people begin their social journey. It's not just a social complex of like, oh, making friends and learning your crowds at school, but also like a sexual journey. Um, Ramirez began employment at the local holiday inn. Mm -hmm. Being extremely sexually frustrated because I don't know when his halitosis started, but I believed it was probably from the lack of hygiene he had in his teen years. He also probably kept himself very socially um, distant, I could imagine, from his being an abusive father, having a cousin who was an extreme influencer over his life. He probably socially isolated himself, knowing that there was a bigger picture at hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I take from that is that I think that uh, Ramirez being that way kind of caused him to start burglarizing Holiday and guests because that's a small crime and most uh, criminals go after small crimes as their first thing.
1: Hmm.
0: Beyond that, on the MO, his first attempted rape was actually what got him fired before the age of 22. It got him fired when he was in high school before the age of 18 uh, from the Holiday and He had a pass key, also known as a skeleton key, so it was a key that entered into all rooms of the facility. This pass key allowed him to um, actually... Uh, steal and be kind of a thief from most guests but when he attempted to rape a guest which I don't even know if this was his first rape or not. He actually got caught by the guest's husband and the husband beat the shit out of Ramirez it, but they didn't decide to press charges or go anything legal further beyond that because they were out of state guests. They decided just to get their stuff and go so I don't know if they were part of something else but it got him fired and at age 22 he ended up landing himself in East Los Angeles, which is where he started his like binging, living at the Cecil motel, being in LA and starting to like steal and really start to build his criminal profile. Mm hmm. Um, he finished high school and like I said, he hightailed it out of, uh, El Paso or Juarez to California at the age of 22. His murdering started in 1984. Now, After years of him being incarcerated, he was actually tested, and they found that his DNA linked to a case from 1984 that was beyond his first recognized case, which was a 10-year-old girl that was raped, uh, beaten, and killed uh, in 1984. Now, that still has a lot of speculation to it, so I did not include it in his victims. But victim number one was June 28, 1984, 79-year-old Jenny Vinkow, Beat and stab senseless. Now, I think this obviously doesn't include a sexual crime. And I don't think he gets into his sexual crimes until later when he's absolutely, extremely sexually frustrated. I think most of his crimes are just him being frustrated at society, him trying to see an easy way out. him. I honestly think that because he doesn't have... Um, the ability to understand right away if that's the case, if he's a serial killer that lacks empathy right away, Mm -hmm. I think he's trying to excite his life. I think he thinks that life is boring. And in that times, you know, it's not like having an iPhone in 2018. It's 1984. There's a lot of shit you can get away with and a lot of shit that's quote-unquote socially acceptable, if that makes sense.
1: I wonder what it would have been like to live in a time without, like, everything at your fingertips. Yeah. Like, I really wondered what it would have been like way back in the day. Yeah. Like, was it completely different? You or... had pay
0: phones. You had, uh, you, I mean.
1: Like, I when your you grandparents
0: tell you, like, go live and... your
1: life. Like they know what they're fucking talking about because they had to get creative with it. Yeah. With us, we're just like we have every instant gratification at our fingertips. So whenever somebody tells us to like go live our life,
0: we don't even know where to start. Dude, we have the hottest music videos. We can easily access almost every single country on this on this planet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We have anything that's sexual or violent completely at our fingertips, and then we have social media gratification. Like, they, like, honestly, my grandparents, maybe they're a bit more old school, they're also in their 70s, are completely blown away at everything that I have. Everything that I have nowadays. Like, they don't even know how they would even be okay with everything. And, like, here's the thing, when you had relationships way back when... I mean, you dealt with some shit you dealt with if there was an affair, you dealt with if there was a scandal, and you would hear it through letters, or you'd hear it through phone calls, or you'd hear it through, you know, people just having side conversations. You wouldn't get it instantly, mm-hmm. like you do with social media. You heard it through the grapevine. Exactly. Vibe. So it's definitely different in his aspect, Literally. committing this. Li- Yeah. Literally, I yes. It
1: through the grapevine.
0: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but it was like through him committing these crimes was it wasn't heard right away, which is shocking. Which I think why there's so many shooters is because we don't have serial killers, and I think because honestly, isn't there there's a, a, a lot of bad between, seeds in our society? What was society. it called?
1: They're not serial killers. What are they called nowadays? Incels? or they're like
0: mass killers.
1: Oh, or I something shouldn't say
2: incels. Like
0: incels are people who um, who just do not crave a social connection physically, but they crave it online, and they are also asexual. But, um, yeah, mass shooters.
1: Like, there's more of those now than there is serial anything killers. else.
0: Because we have so many mass events that people go to. I mean, how many raves, how many festivals, how many this and that but do people go to? I don't know. I just don't get it. I
1: don't no, get because we're not serial killers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I will At say that one not. thing. So, victim two was Dale uh, Okazaki, who was 34, shot in the forehead while Ramirez was attempting to kill 22-year-old Maria Hernandez. Within the same hour, victim three of attempting uh, to kill Maria was fatally shot after Dale was killed, and her name was Veronica Yu. I noticed, I don't know if this was just an L.A. thing, but I noticed that he killed a lot of Asians. And this might just be me, but he killed a lot of Asians or Asian married. So I don't know if he had a thing or if it was just like L.A., but um, I'm going to go over a couple other of his cases, but he killed a total of 14 people, and a lot of those, I realized, especially in the beginning, were very Asian. Could have been where he was located. That's what I'm saying, so maybe that was it, but... um, uh, victim four and five on March twenty seventh, nineteen eighty five. He re burglarized a home, mm-hmm. um, the home of Vincent Seraza, sixty four, where he s- shot him fatally, beat and bound his wife, demanding to know where the valuable valuables were, while Ramirez was distracted. Um, or while well, uh, yeah, while Ramirez Richard Ramirez was distracted, Maxine Zazara. Freed herself and attempted to shoot him with a shotgun. Upsetting Ramirez, he killed her and then proceeded to mutilate her body. He even gouged out her eyes and put them in a jewelry box. What? Yeah, which I found was very ripperish. Can I say? I found was very like, like L.A. Ripper. If
1: that makes that's sense. That's weird. I mean, that's not weird. That seems like. It would be, like, a trademark thing if he, like, decided to make it one.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So, I thought that that was kind of interesting. And Richard Ramirez, in all honesty, um, he is one of my favorite killers. And I can't explain to you because I do not agree with any of his killings. I think that I do really feel like I did feel with Killer Petey. I feel a strong sadness towards his story. I think that he did grow up with an abusive father. I think he does have a tragic uh, childhood spending his nights in the cemetery as early as 10 years old.
1: It's like what I was telling asylum. It was like last episode where Anna and I were talking about Eileen. She became a victim of her circumstance. What ends up
0: happening oh, with Eileen people, Warner, I feel so much for like, like she is just I, I, you know what, if I was in that situation, fuck, I'd be killing Johns too. I don't even care. It,
1: it, it's more so like (laughs) you become a victim of, of, of your circumstances. Like, people Mm -hmm. do what they think is best in that time and what is best for them. That is the only thing. Every human does it. Every human, no matter what the Mm -hmm. choices you do, what is best for yourself or what you think is best for, like, the surrounding people, so on and so forth. So when you are somebody who has been brought up in abuse or anything Mm -hmm. like that, all you're thinking about is what decision can I do to better this or what decision can I do to get out of this or Mm -hmm. so on and so forth. So if he was brought up in that kind of circumstance, you know, some, anything. I personally,
0: so here's the thing. I am not ever trying to play the devil's advocate. But what I do I play am. That is, is me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, that is Lisa, which is why I brought her on. What I do understand is science. And I am, uh, like I said, I am a newfound Christian, but science is something that I will never dispute. My faith and my scientific viewpoint are together and also separate. Science, to me, it makes sense. So if you say there's a lesion in a part of the brain that networks that compassion, mental capability of understanding, um, the theory and the reason behind your actions, I understand if that's damaged, you you would be curious as to what happens when you affect someone else, when you're looking at something. It's like when you're in a video game and you shoot someone. You know that that's not actually, quote unquote, hurting someone, but it's shooting someone. And what is that leading into? What is the consequence of that? You're going to get points or you're not going to get points. And I hate to say this, but this is like GTA V. You're going to understand if you played Grand Theft Auto, like you understand that more than most people. And a, there was a huge conflict, especially in the late 90s, about it. So I would say with Richard Ramirez, I don't know if his head injuries like Killer PD affected him. But I wouldn't put it past him. Plus, I think there's a few other factors beyond his abusive childhood that come into play. Like Miguel, his cousin, um, when we speak about earlier, but an infection that he dealt with. I mean, fucking Hitler has theorized about syphilis being his main cause to his actions does not excuse anything, but it gives an explanation as to why maybe he was the way he was or why maybe he hated Jews. But he didn't just hate Jews. He also hated Russians and gypsies and gays and everything that was quote-unquote impure. So there's a big uh, interesting concept of that. But can you pause it while I'm really quick? <laughs> mm-hmm. What was that? For it. In 1985, May 14th, um, victim number six, he shot Bill Doe. 66 after beating him unconscious then turning to his disabled wife lillian 56 where he raped her and then ransacked their home joy was pronounced dead at the hospital but his wife lillian did survive him and that's really where they started to get their first description of him which was a very dark curly haired bug-eyed individual and uh i thought that that was very interesting who also had rotting teeth so because he had slept at the cemetery don't think he got very good like hygiene skills but i think he also dealt with halitosis really bad which like i said if if hitler is theorized to um have his actions because of syphilis i wonder how much was theorized based on richard ramirez killings because of him not taking care of himself. Like, infection can really make you go mad. I mean, there's 28 days later, 28 weeks later, which are obviously Hollywood uh, features, but... Well,
1: no, because it's like, if you have, like, a... What is that in your teeth? Like, a cavity, or... No, it's like a... An infection, or...
0: It's like where you can die from a tooth infection. Oh, yeah, if you... So, if your tooth infection goes up to your brain... You eventually yes. start formulating an infection into your blood, which causes your blood to be septic, and your your septic blood will then go to your heart and kill you. Right. This also affects a lot of your reasoning because you think we are born, and I hate to say this, but to be, like, perfect beings, and because we are imperfect, you know, and a lot of people compare it to, like, an ant experiment, mm-hmm. because we are imperfect, we do die, and that death is resulted maybe from an infection, and the infection can obviously We're such a complex system, perhaps it does kill us off, you know, and it kills us off in a really crazy, mad cow way. Maybe. But I'm not giving any, any condemnation to his actions, or not condemnation, condoning his actions. I definitely condemn and definitely think that what he did, I, I mean, is not excusable. Victim number seven was Mabel Ma Bell, 83. This is where I kind of start with the, stop with the victims because his victims, I mean, he's got a 14 count body victim, but it's just gruesome past this point. Her and her sister Nettie Lang, 81, were um, bludgeoned and beat. They were also raped and the older women ended up, um, One survived, which Belle was not, was the oldest. Her sister Lang did survive after being raped. uh, Ramirez drew a pentagram in her inner thigh as well as on the walls of the bedrooms. Belle ended up dying from her injuries. And that's what really struck me is that I realized he started really kind of attacking older victims, primarily I think maybe because they're valuables but also because they were weaker in society true and that's where I really feel like although Richard Ramirez is one of my favorite serial killers he's also one of my least favorite because I have a love-hate relationship where I feel like he's extremely weak in this manner where he was understanding to lure the weaker people in our society to get to them for what they had to offer and that was he could rape them and he could beat them and he could also rob from them and I feel like that is not correct Um, Ramirez killed 14 people and was convicted of at least 14 people. There has been thoughts that he was possibly, uh, killed more. He slowly escalated with his crimes and violence until he was caught. August 30th, 1985, he was on a bus headed to Tucson, Arizona. He stopped in East and was identified, uh, to the officers by a group of elderly Hispanic women. They kept calling him El Matador, which was a killer. And he fled until the early morning of August 31st, 1985, where he attempted two carjackings and was eventually stopped by the residents and brutally beaten until the officer's arrest. Now, uh, going from this point forward, he was convicted of 13 counts of murder, 5 counts of attempted murder, 11 counts of sexual assault, and 14 counts of burglary. He did marry while he was incarcerated on October 3rd, 1996. Who
1: the fuck would marry him?
0: Doreen Leoy.
1: Okay, Doreen, I got some words for you, okay? Um, why?
0: <laughs> She's what still currently, fuck? until he passed away, was his legal spouse. Are you serious? Yeah, she wrote 75 letters to him before he responded, and then he proposed. In 1998, he proposed to her. Why? I think that, honestly, he knew he wasn't going to get anything. And I don't know if they even have statuette or, um, I don't know what the visits are called. Did but they they're very, ever, were like, allowed to meet like, face-to-face? Yes. Okay. They did perform the uh, ceremony face-to-face. However, did I don't know if they're allowed d- to have... I don't know. I, I can't remember if in this part... Oh, I have I to look that up. But if in, um...
2: In California,
0: I believe they are allowed to have consensual visits. I believe they're allowed to. Are they allowed to? I think so. Nevada doesn't, but I think they are allowed to in California. So, um, he died June 7th, 2013 due to complications with B-cell lymphoma. He was 53 years old and died while being on death row for over 23 years. There was complications to him uh, with his... B cell lymphoma because he had hepatitis C that was untreated and extreme infection in his body and there's also high substance abuse which causes a, a lot of rotting teeth and an infection in your body that was untreated. So, so I wonder if it was just a combination of his addiction
1: and just his perhaps his, the the abuse mm-hmm. to his brain mm-hmm. that just caused him to do this kind of stuff.
0: I could totally think about it. I could see that because. Like,
1: look at it as like a junkie looking to get their next fix, and the only way for them to get their next fix is to kill elderly couples Mm -hmm. or elderly people who Mm -hmm. have things that they can pawn. Mm -hmm. Think of it that way.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. It's like a guy who kills grandmas, you know? Like, he's not wanting to be in that situation, but once he is, he takes full advantage of it. And that's what bothers me. Is that he's one of my favorite killers because I feel like, you know, he was always described as the shy guy who once he made contacts and once he made conversation, he was fine. But he had such bad halitosis, like his breath was just so bad. But in all honesty, I think that like if he had been able to have a social connection, which is also part of his Pisces male trait, <laughs> whether you believe it or not. Um, I think if he was able to make a social connection, he may be would have done a little bit less or been caught a lot faster maybe that's what i think personally um his description with the police officers was a dark haired curly haired uh, bug-eyed rotting teeth hispanic male Uh, Many people speculate that infections from hepatitis C and not taking care of his mouth, like I said, for many years along with substance abuse and childhood brain injuries slash abuse caused him to be an acquired criminalistic sociopath. Which is what I talked with in Killer PD is that there is a book called Interviews with Five Non-Criminalistic Sociopaths. And that book is very interesting. It talks about... um, what acquired or genetically variant sociopaths deal with on a daily basis and how they think about things. And sometimes it's not the lack of empathy, sometimes it's just the thought process of what's most Spock-like or logical. So,
1: Which is probably why Virgos are the most number one serial killer. Extremely logical. Because we're very analytical. We look at Like, I... Okay, it is exactly like what I said before. If I... If if I'm working with you... Okay, this is just my work logic. Mm -hmm. Okay, this isn't my actual human logic.
0: She would not kill you.
1: My work logic is if you do not get it, if you do not, like... Don't ask to me, don't, if I, if I tell you how to do it once, I expect you to know how to get it. And if you don't get it, mm-hmm. then I'm going to explain it to you again. And if you don't get it after that, I'm going to look at you and be like, what is the point?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why are you here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What is,
0: explain to me if I don't
1: see, like, <laughs> your existence is pointless. If you do not understand certain concepts that should be easy, it should be common sense. Yeah. If if something, to me, is like common sense, and if you don't mm-hmm. grasp that as common sense, then in my, this is blunt, and this is honest.
2: You're a fucking idiot. Yeah.
1: What is the point? Why are you here? The trucker. You are and
0: you are irrelevant you are irrelevant you are like, not I to not to consider
1: but that's my thought process and it's not to be insensitive it is literally the logical part of my my being yeah mm-hmm. it that's just how I, I process I mean, like a, and a lot of was... people are yeah. like where where's your humanity and it's like what what are you talking about humanity doesn't play a part in this and you. a lot of people don't... That's the hardest part for me is why I don't connect with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Is, is that my logical brain overtakes my Your emotional, home overtakes
0: your emotion. So, um, Aristotle talks about a tripartite soul. And that's one of my favorite theories in psychology is the fact that you have a home-like spirit. You have an emotional spirit and you have the plant-like spirit. The plant-like spirit is your body. It's what you feed, you exercise. Your emotional side, you keep exercise and emotional intelligence, but you also have your home like spirit, which is your brain. It guides you to make decisions that are wise. But if one overtakes the other, then you are mentally unfit. So it's always understanding that your body is a three part soul. Which in a lot of religions are a tripartite. -hmm. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's not like I'm saying it's not just Christianity; it's Buddhism, it's Taoism. There's a lot of tripartite.
1: It's learning to keep the balance exactly, and And there's a lot of. Here's the thing: is a lot of people think it's just dual. Mm -hmm. It's It's right or left. It's it's right or left, and a lot of people are missing the point that it's actually. Three, mm-hmm. even in Boss Baby, a fucking kids movie, they said it. A triangle is the strongest shape found in nature, and it is mm-hmm. because it's three sided. Mm-hmm. You have mind, body, and spirit. Past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. You have what?
0: Everything revolves in almost Fuck, space. Everything
1: right. does. If you think about it, even everything... if you look at
0: the golden, the golden um, measurements, which is in a lot of. Um, uh, architecture. Think of it everything this way: everything is. That. You,
1: you want to know? It's funny. Doctor Who fans will get this. The answer to the universe is the number forty-two. That was actually in Hitchhiker's
0: Galaxy. Okay,
1: <laughs> forty-two. What That's is four so plus two? Funny.
0: What is four plus
1: two? Six. What is six divisible by? Three. Exactly. Mm,
0: interesting. Okay.
1: So, I beg the question: if we're okay. so left and right. We're not. We're not completely balanced because our balance is a three-scale balance. Mm. So what's the third part? Our mind, body, and spirit. We're Mm. not connected to our spirit. Why do you
0: think so many religions preach the three parts? Mm -hmm. So many religions preach. And I don't think you necessarily have to be a religious person to understand the spirituality that your body is divided into three parts. The mind is different from the brain. The brain is different from the body.
1: Body is material. Mind is how we operate, Mm -hmm. but our spirit, a lot of people don't realize. We wonder, where do we go? What is this energy? Mm -hmm. Why are we here? There's all of these questions, and they want to answer it with body and mind, Mm -hmm. but all of it can be answered with spirit. Well, it has to be all three together, I think. Exactly, Mm -hmm. But, but most of the questions that they're looking for they're looking for mind and spirit, mm-hmm. or mind and body, mm-hmm. when those answers are in spirit.
0: Spirit, mm-hmm. it's your energy.
1: And I think confusion lies that way. But, <laughs> to end this episode, this. yes.
0: Off. what is your, so we've got 255 ways to get high without mind-altering drugs.
1: Yes, and number 100 is mushroom hunting. The forest has much to reveal. Mm. World-renowned photographer Frank Spinelli shared his love of foraging for mushrooms in the forest and what special kinds of altered states of consciousness to create. You're in a place of nature. You are looking for treasure. A treasure hunter in the forest. You can experience a new kind of calm and quiet, peaceful surroundings. There's the nativity nativist feeling of sensations as you explore a new environment and the many new species that surround you as you forage you're out of your element surrounded by nature you're inside a living organism in the brand new realm each new part of the forest has much to reveal to you so get out there Get into some nature. Reverse those psycho I love going on
0: hikes, too. Hikes are so... Like, you get out into nature, and you understand where you're actually from. Like, there, When we go back to that discussion of, like, if we're alien minds that are for earthling bodied, I truly believe I'm an earthling because I find so much peace in nature. It's ridiculous. That is
1: the funniest thing because, like I said, like, I never realized how much of, like, a plant... The more you get older, the more the fuck you realize about yourself.
0: Oh, I want everybody
1: that. to know this, okay? Like the more you get older, like the more you like settle into your own and it is the best feeling in the world. It is the best feeling. It is. Because like the more I realize it, the more I love plants and I love
0: you're, just you being I honestly believe like you're a in healer. Th-
1: the forest is like, I've been craving to go to fucking Tahoe because it's snowing up there. Do it. Just do it. I want to go up and see the, Have and and see the snow. Have Sean take you up there. Go on the subie. The scuba
0: roof. She got her scuba. maintenance today for the I first know. time. I know. I dropped Sean off and I was she just like, She deserves good? a treat. She does. Take her to Tahoe. I would say. Okay, so I've got two quotes that I think are relational to this podcast. They're both by H.P. Lovecraft because Ooh. I love H.P. Lovecraft. One is, The most merciful thing in this world, I think, is the inability of the human mind to correlate all of its contents. And I believe that, that quote is in correlation to ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. You can intake a lot, but where you place it is very different. And the second quote is, it Um Anybody, almost nobody dances sober unless they happen to be insane. And I believe that quote to be extremely true. Because I do believe that Richard Ramirez had a cousin that was shell-shocked, that taught him the ways of life when his abusive alcoholic father was not there. I don't hear much of his mother, so I don't know how present she was. And I feel like, in all honesty, it takes a village to raise a child. And it takes the community to understand each other. And if we're not here as a community, which we have been detaching ourselves slowly and slowly, painfully so, for years, how can we ever express or understand humanity when we can't even get basic relationships on? So I think when it comes down to it, sometimes we need to understand that maybe a little of us are insane and insane just means we're not in the normal spectrum and spectrum just means that we're trying to box ourselves in but I also think that when we do identify with someone who might be wrong or down the wrong path it is our job to interject that path I'm very much passionate against animal abusers and I think when I see someone that is being abusive in a certain correlation I am the first one huh. to interject, and I think if there was more interjection and more humanity in society, we would identify with that a lot sooner than allowing things to just happen.
1: Are you sure you're not
0: vegan? Fucking positive. My boyfriend's a butcher. <laughs> but, but, uh, we do I'm check so, our meat sources, but for me, I'm, I'm a animal huge gravity. animal abuser, uh, I'm so advocating. vegan
1: right now. I'm so I, vegan. No, I hate it. Like if I, can... I am a survivalist, okay? <laughs> I believe that literally, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think a part of me thinks most vegans are stupidly privileged. And the reason why I think that is, yeah, is because if you were stuck in the wilderness, you can
0: afford being a vegan. Okay.
1: If you were stuck in the wilderness, what would you eat? I guarantee you you wouldn't look fucking twice at that goddamn rabbit you would fucking see it and you would fucking kill it and you would eat it I'm very much a survivalist in my own manner of like diet yes because it's like you eat what you have available because if you were legitimately out in the wilderness like anybody else you would literally fight to survive
0: Mm-hmm.
1: that's plain and simple
0: like that that's it done here's the thing like i'm not done. i'm not saying done. i
1: and because we are higher conscious beings yes that does give us the right to like say no animal cruelty is no but i'm saying blah, blah 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 all animals animal abuse is very should.
0: different i think that if someone chains their dog outside while it's fucking snowing that's animal abuse yeah i think that if you have the neglect for your animals i i eat animals i am not afraid to say that but I'm very um, conscientious of where I get my animals farms, and I'm also very conscientious, and it's not an inexpensive process by any means. You know, no. I definitely uh, have had times where I, you know... I don't But what listen, is? Like, like getting... if anything is good yeah. for
1: you nowadays, like, think about it. Everything that is literally healthy and good for you nowadays is pretty much fucking so stupidly expensive because yeah. it's not fucking genetically it's all a trend, Dude, it's all a trend. That, too. But what do we know? We're just two what ladies do doing a podcast <sighs> while smoke, stoned and mind-blown. Two girls blown. who
0: investigate. Two girls who think. We're the weirdos. The Weedos. Yeah,
1: the Weedos.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sounds like Weedos. That's my hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Weedos. Um, we're the creeps. We're the people who just like to talk. And if you're just fucking well, no, high, no. It's about
1: thinking. Listen.
0: Yeah well that's what I'm saying like we like to talk Sometimes you have these thoughts in your brain And you're not sure if they're correct And sometimes you think wow I'm really like, fucked up for thinking that But guess what we're really fucked me, up for what we say half the time
1: Like don't get me wrong Like the whole higher conscious being And being vegan and keeping your body pure And stuff like like, like don't get me wrong I completely agree with that You know like that's probably where we need to
0: be Oh yeah I don't think so
1: You know yeah, I mean I, I do
0: disagree with you
1: you know, but we'll get there at one point in time. I think but the thing is, is that just because, mm-hmm. just because we're a higher conscious, just because we're a higher consciousness and we're a higher being, you know, we're st- still, still, we're still living beings in the wild. Mm-hmm. Just because we have a society that we live in, we're still wild creatures like what if a fucking apocalypse happened right now
0: fucking like, zombies survive you would have to survive how either would you, you survive, survive you don't and either you don't and you kill yourself or you don't and you die of natural causes that's whatever but here's the thing like when it came to richard Ramirez, i think he knew how to get ahead in life was burglaries, and i think what he did was completely wrong and i think he served with that case exactly and I think it's how he kind of viewed it is like, I'm fucking dying here and I'm going to go on my last leg and because nerd. nobody fucking spotted it. That couple that the woman wife was almost raped, she never testified. They never testified. They could have prevented that. And I'm not saying that they're 100% wrong in doing that. I'm sure that there's a lot of shit that I could have gone against that I didn't. But I'm saying in this aspect, we cannot necessarily disassociate ourselves from serial killers. We you have know. to understand that serial killers are in our society and you pass them 25% of your lifetime. So what are you going to do about it? Just like any abuser. Well, in today's society, it's mass killers. Dude, it's mass killers. You shooters. never you know pass who it these is. People And you have that little inkling like, oh, that's weird. Like, maybe I should. Oh, I'm saying if you fair. have that inkling, be oh, the stupid idiot that calls the fucking cops. Like, don't just think that like you just don't have to. And I'm saying, you know what? Sometimes you're not going to know and I'm not going to blame you. But if you get that inkling, don't think twice. Just fucking believe in your instincts because we're all given the sixth sense. Mm -hmm. Anyways, this is Mandy signing off. This is Lisa. Have a wonderful rest of your night and thanks for listening to Murder on the
2: 420 Express. Hasta la vista.
0: Baby.